Young people of God, are you listening? Disciples don't go with the flow. We're in the world, but we're not of it. We don't leave this place the way we found it. Through Christ, we turn the world upside down. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in again to the Uproar Podcast. This week, we're going to cover a major problem in the body of Christ as to why do we keep struggling with the same sins. See, we believe that the heart determines the course that we will take. Yeah, and honestly, we see this all the time. We'll have students come and they'll end up going away for college and they're they're at a party within two months. And it's heartbreaking to see because we want to see people not just start a relationship with Jesus, but finish a relationship with Jesus. And we really know and believe from the Word of God and what we've seen that it's the heart that matters. Proverbs 4, 23 and 24, they say it like this, Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Avoid all perverse talk and stay away from all corrupt speech. See, we need to realize that it's not that the thoughts are new when people leave for college and end up in a life of sin or get a boyfriend or a girlfriend and they're sleeping together. They're just able to flourish now. And unfortunately, that's what we see is heart issues aren't worked out. And we need to work out the issues of the heart because they determine the course of our life. And if they're going to determine where we end up, I want my students, I want myself, I want my children to end up on the course for godliness. And we really got to work these things out. We know that um, in Proverbs 27 verse 19, it says it like this, as a face is reflected in water, so the heart reflects the real person. See, we can't hide who we actually are. We can hide it for a season and for a time. But once the time allows for it, once people have the, the liberty to do what they please, they will show their heart. And I want to encourage you throughout this podcast to check your heart and to see where you're at. And we're going to get into some things in a little bit, but I want to challenge you. Where's your heart today? Are you truly all in with Jesus or do you have things harbored that you want to search out still? I think it's a powerful thought to think about that. Like, who are you when you're behind closed doors? It really really depicts what you have in your heart. If you can't act the same at home when no one's around, as you do when you're in a room full of people at church. I like how Proverbs 14, 14 says it. It says, The backslider in heart will be filled with his own ways, but a good man will be satisfied from above. See, it's not about the reward that we get for acting churchy in public or the reward that (laughs) we get for acting like we love God, but it's about the true reward that we build up in heaven for for being holy, for being set apart, from what it is that the world is doing. Because we honestly see the world do some ridiculous things. But, you know, I think it's even funnier that sometimes the choices, we'll say we're being tempted, but really it's it's got to do with the choices we make. You know, James 1.13 says, Let no one say he's being tempted by God, for no temptation originates from God. And I think it's really important to know that sometimes the temptation we're facing is simply there because of a door that we've opened in our life to be able to allow certain things back in. See, God doesn't tempt us with our previous sin. He's not here to to give us a, a, a trial run to see if we can make it through a sin that we've passed. Once we conquer that sin, he's called us to live above it for the rest of our life. And I... A lot of us can identify with this next part, too. I was just talking with, with a young guy the other day, and he said, it's, it's so hard because I just it's my actions, it's my actions. And a lot of people think that it's their actions, and the actions are just a proof of what's in your heart. 
See, Jesus died for our heart. He didn't die for our actions. He didn't die so that we could um, have our behavior modified. He died so that our hearts could be cleansed and our behaviors will follow it. So anytime we just look at our actions, we're like, well, my actions, my actions, my actions. Yes, but that's a bigger indication of what's going on, that there's an issue in our heart that we still need to sell out to God and allow God to fix it. Because ultimately, it's our actions that flow from our heart. How we see ourselves is how we'll act. The Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So how we see ourselves is how we'll act. And what we truly believe is what we'll truly do. And Jesus died. We find this throughout the Old Testament. He died to take a heart of stone to turn into a heart of flesh. And I love this heart of flesh concept because that's what's moldable. See, we have to ask the question, is our heart moldable in the hands of God or are we still hard-hearted? And a lot of people are still hard-hearted and they haven't made this decision or I'll give everything to Jesus. And they, they blame their actions, but in reality, it's their heart that still needs to be blamed. They'll go around the same mountain a hundred times, but it's their heart that needs to be fixed and, and, and brought into alignment with the word of God before their actions ever will be. And we see this with David's sons in the Old Testament, man. They were an interesting bunch. Um, but these four brothers, they had big time heart issues. And I want to cover them really quick so Zach can get back into the rest of our content but the first brother he had a heart issue of I want and his name was Amnon and he wanted his sister which is disgusting but we find that he wanted his sister more than he wanted anything else and therefore that's what he got so you need to recognize that the heart issue of I want will drive you to go to lengths that are absolutely out of control to get the things that you want that are ungodly. I would challenge you to look at your own heart even right now. What are the things that you want that brought you out of a godly character? And if they brought you out of a godly character, it's definitely sinful. But it's driven from that I want attitude. The next one is I will. We find um, Absalom. He said, I will rule the kingdom. So what he did is he sat by the gate and he won people's heart. See, sometimes we have things in our heart that will drive us from the people closest to us. And they're sinful things. And it's because we will do it, period. It doesn't matter what somebody says, what, what somebody else wants. We will do it no matter what. And when we have a selfish attitude like that, it won't just draw a state between us and other men, but it'll draw a state between us and God. And then the next son, his name was um, Adonijah, and he decided, I deserve to rule the kingdom because I'm the oldest brother. Mm -hmm. See, a lot of us try to stand on things that we deserve. We deserve hell. We deserve death. We deserve destruction. We don't deserve Jesus, but we stand on these things. Well, I deserve this. I deserve this. And I think it's, it's funny when we run around of, well, I deserve, 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 deserve. No, we have a covenant where we can access these things in Christ. Mm -hmm. But when we try to take things that we don't deserve, man, that's like standing on standing on a, a chair with three legs and one's getting kicked out, you're going down and going down quickly. But I think the scariest one is the heart issue that Solomon had, and that's, I can do this. He was told not to have foreign wives or to have foreign horses, and he decided that he can because he'd be okay. Mm -hmm. And I see people in Christianity do this all the time. Well, I can have a beer. Sure, until you end up drunk. Yeah. I can go on this website. I can hang out with this girl alone. I can do this. Maybe you can, but the I can heart issue is kind of like this. It's kind of like a boa constrictor. At first, you don't recognize that you're wrapped up, 
until it's completely surrounding you mm-hmm. and you're wrapped up too far too deep. And those four heart issues really come back to the to the base of it of what is it that you hold in your heart that you haven't given to God? If it's an I want, I will, I deserve or I can, you will fall into temptation. You will at some point walk away and we don't want to see that happen in your life whatsoever. It's funny, I think one of the most prominent things that we see, even outside of Christianity, outside of the church, in the world, you see that people of like kinds will stick together. And, you know, you hear it all the time. People say, show me who your friends are, and I'll show you what your outcome will be. But above what our friends are and what they will convince us to do, I think that that works even more strongly within our heart. See, I believe that what you feed your heart will direct where you're going. And the Bible says it like this, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. So, you know, the most powerful thing we have is the movies we watch, the music we listen to, as Pastor Cody said, the websites that we visit, all these things that we allow, allow to infect our body and really get inside of us every single day, wearing us down and just writing on our hearts. Eventually, that will be the abundance of our heart, when really it should be the word. The word should be the abundance of your heart because there will be things in your life that will attack your heart. There will be sin. There will be offense. There will be anger. There will be jealousy. There will be a plethora of things that will be that will attack your heart. And you see, what is abundant in your in your heart is what will come out. So if negativity and uh, you know in alcohol and drugs. And all these things are what's abundant in your heart from the music and the movies that you see. All these things that seem so innocent on the surface. You can say just as easily as Pastor Cody was just depicting, you can say just because I listen to this song doesn't mean that I'm going to carry out what it is they're talking about. But you see, the more you allow it to just get written on your heart daily, 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 that will be the abundance of your heart. And that's what your mouth will speak. So when you reach these situations of offense or jealousy or anger or hurt or loss, when you should be able to have the word to stand on, all you'll have is these temporary things that have been built up in your heart as altars that you'll try and stand on that will never measure up to the attack that's coming against you. It's 100% true, and, and to be completely honest, that's how God made us. Yeah. There's a portion in our brain they found, and it, it, the, what you place into your brain the most is what will come out the fastest, and that's yep. science. I believe it's called the RAS system, if you want to look that up. But they found that when you talk, or what you listen to. Let's say you're listening to music that's full of anger and violence. The moment you're confronted with anger and violence, that's what's going to come out because that's what's been built up and stored up in your brain Mm -hmm. in that system. That's how God created us. And we really, I I believe that we're talking about this because I want to, uh, I want to do what Paul was able to do. Paul wrote, he said, the, the purpose of my instruction is that all believers would be filled with the love that comes from a pure heart, a clean conscience, and a genuine faith. Yeah. And to have a pure heart, man, it takes a genuine faith. And we want to encourage you guys that sin might be fun in the season, but it will kill you. And that sin has its root in your heart, not in your actions. The actions are a fruit of what is remaining in your heart. And if there's things that you keep going back to, I want to encourage you. You need to find a pastor. You need to find a preacher. You need to get with somebody so you can get to the bottom of it. And you can get with God. And you can get pure. And you can live for Him all of your days without struggle. 
You know, it's funny. So many times I've had kids come up to me and they'll say, I don't understand. I'll pray about it. I'll ask God to help me get through this. I'll ask God to help me get over this sin. And no matter what, I keep going back to it. I keep going back to it. And, you know, just as I was just talking about, the Bible covers this. You see, Ephesians 4 says, do not give the devil an opportunity to lead you into sin. If you're struggling with a sin of drinking alcohol or smoking weed, then the music you listen to, it may seem silly and it may seem simple, but it's giving the devil an opportunity to plant that seed into your mind and into your heart. And every sin that you struggle with, if you can't get rid of it, then there is an area of your life where you've left a door open that the devil can come in and sow opportunity into your life for that sin to grow once again. You see, because you can get holy and you can come before God and you can repent of your sins. And as soon as you open that door, the devil's going to be right there waiting to plant that seed again and say, it won't be, you know, this time it won't be as bad as last time. It won't be as bad as last time. You see, I've had this, I've given this example before. If you take a pool of stagnant water that's full of trash and full of just dirt and mold and disgust, you would never drink that water. But see, if you simply skim the trash out of it, it may look more appealing than it used to be. But you still wouldn't drink of the water. You see, sometimes I think that we fall into the trap of, you know, we'll go out and we'll party and we'll get drunk and we'll feel guilty about it. So we'll repent before God. So then we believe that if we only have two beers this time, we can go to that party because it's not as bad as the level that we allowed it to get to before. But you see, the water is just as disgusting when you skim the trash out as it was before. It was unfit to be drank. And that's the same thing for sin in our lives. Sin is unfit for the life of a believer. And honestly, like we just want to see people serve Jesus with everything they have. And that's the goal. And we believe that your heart can be pure, that you can live without sin. And we want to challenge you to check your heart on any of these issues and, and get with a pastor, get with God, and get right. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear back. You can inbox us on any social media platform. And we'd love for you to go ahead and share this with a friend or a family member or even someone you don't like. And uh, let them get free, let them get whole, let them get healed by God and really serve Jesus without a heart issue. We'd also love for you to join us July 26th, 27th, and 28th in Elmira, New York for the Upper Conference. We're extremely excited about this. We have some amazing guests, but most of all, God will move and God will change your life completely. Check out theupper.org for more information. Thank you so much for listening today.